Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Our verse this morning is out of Psalm uh, chapter 16, verse 11. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Well, it's that time of year again. Uh, those who have been here for many years know that Larson has a pep talk every uh, Christmas time, and this is that pep talk. So prepare yourself. As Christmas approaches, moms start decking the house with decorations, wrapping presents, and making special treats. Of course, this time of year also draws out comments from the Grinches in the church who like to complain about consumerism and about their suspicions of the origins of our Christmas traditions. Uh, And we need to recognize these things as thin-souled Gnostic pietism and root it out of our hearts wherever it rears its ugly head. And it always seems to show up when people are having a good time. What do I mean by thin-souled Gnostic pietism? There's a lot of big words in there. Well, I'm talking about the attitude of the older brother in the story of the prodigal son. Or I'm talking about Judas's comments when Mary uh, is, or, or the, is, is anointing Jesus' feet with perfume. Pietism is exaggerated holiness. The Pharisees of Jesus' time were guilty of pietism. Pietists are overly concerned with the appearance of righteousness, and they love to emphasize their concern about, the, about being a good witness, Right? You've got to be a good witness. Gnosticism is an emphasis on the spiritual or the intellectual over against the physical and the material. Modern Gnostics are the minimalists who argue that churches shouldn't waste money on, on a beautiful building or on big celebrations. That's a, that's a, that's a common Gnostic temptation. Another Gnostic comment that you'll hear is that regularly attending You know, in-person worship is not that big a deal as long as your heart's right, as long as you've got a good relationship with God. In other words, it doesn't really matter what you do with your body or where your body is um, as long as your heart's in the right place. But these attitudes are unchristian. The God of the Bible is extravagant. He's wasteful. I've heard uh, the story of the prodigal son renamed the story of the prodigal father uh, because he's wasteful when his son returns. He throws a huge party. He gets accused of that by the older son. Have you looked around at creation recently? If you want to think about extravagance, God loves the material. He invented it. He himself chose to take on human flesh. And when he was incarnate, he got in all kinds of trouble with the pietists for doing things that appeared questionable. Healing on the Sabbath. Eating with tax collectors. Letting the prostitute wash his feet turning water into wine at a wedding party. Jesus wasn't some hippie guru who sat around pontificating about the spiritual and intellectual life of contemplation. He was the word of God made flesh, and he was very interested in using his body. He healed a blind man with his spit. He touched a mute man's tongue with his finger. He stuck his fingers in a deaf man's ears. He touched lepers. He broke bread and fish and fed the thousands. He overturned tables with his hands and his muscles. 
he forgave the adulterous woman and wrote in the sand and whipped money changers with a whip. So, should our celebration at Christmas be this intellectual, introspective thing? Should it be a very pious, quiet thing? Or should we, how should we celebrate the incarnation, the advent of Christ? Well, I would argue that we should feast. We should be extravagant. There should be gifts, and there should be wine, and there should be laughing, and lots and lots of fudge. Our decorations should raise eyebrows and accusations of overdoing it a little. That's the kind of people we want to be. Has our Father spared any expense with us? No. He has been, he's spoiled us with his grace, with his mercy, with his blessing. And Christmas is a perfect season to imitate his extravagance as we celebrate the greatest gift, the advent of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you're interested in exalting Christ during Christmas, then put your money where your mouth is. And so my exhortation to you this morning is to go a little overboard this year in your Christmas celebrations. Kick it up a notch. Kick the decorations up. Sing more Christmas carols at your home. Eat more fudge. And spoil your family with gifts. Our Savior has come. This is a time of celebration. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.